It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 305. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. Sorry, I'm still mad at my computer. I know. <laughs> I'm still That's why ye- I thought you might need a minute. I'm still yelling at my computer in my head. Let's... I turn the sound off, and then it immediately turns the sound back on, and it irritates me. I don't understand. <laughs> you saw me turn the sound off. I did. It happened. I know. That's not in my head. And then it just completely ignored what I told it to. Like one of the children. <laughs> Zoom is a teenager. Yes. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? Well, I thought it would be a good time to remind everyone that we are going to be in the San Jose, California area on April 28th in preparation for the Big Sur Marathon. And your preparation for it. Well, not I mine. Mean, okay. I'm just a moral supporter. Well, that's fine. We're going to be out there April 28th, so it's going to take place in downtown San Jose at The Brit, and it's going to be from 4 p.m. Pacific to 7 p.m. Until they run out of chicken tenders. (laughs) Well, we still have to drive an hour and a half after that. Yeah, you might have to drive after I put away a few chicken tenders. I am aware. You know how I get. I do. I get saucy. (laughs) I don't need the sauce. I I am the sauce. I also want to thank Tim Shaughnessy for setting all that up. We really, really appreciate him doing that. And while we're on the subject, we are thinking about having a meetup in Orlando coming up on, it's, it's sometime in June. June. I think we're thinking June 9th. I think that that's the Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, that Friday. And we're looking for somebody to maybe set something up real close. To yeah, Walt somebody that knows the area. Yeah. Like you don't have to do a lot of work. Just really, it's just kind of helping us pick a place that's decent. Yeah. And there's some suggestions out there in the clip out group. Yeah. But just so you know, that's coming up as well. And we wanted to give everyone an update that is a Patreon member. We have been talking about a free gift that we are going to be sending out. I just got back from the post office. It might be another reason he's a little crabby. If there's a shooting there, it's because of me. <laughs> they weren't happy. <laughs> turns the one out, guy the turns one, out the post office doesn't want to type every single address in yeah, individually. The one guy's like, you're not going to come back here again, are you? He literally <laughs> asked me that. I'm like... It's your job to mail things. <laughs> like, what? I'm just doing the thing that you do. Yeah. We have a lot of support for we the do, clip which and, is nice, but yeah. And so a lot of people turned in their addresses by the deadline, yeah. which was April 2nd. So. There was no line when I showed up, and <laughs> it looked like Black Friday when I left. Not just in terms of the line, but also the anger. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't have been happy if I walked in after you. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So lots of updates going on. And the Patreon this week, the episode, will be another deep dive into the timeline. This week, we're covering 2018. Is that where we're at? I feel like we might have done that last week. No, I think last week was 2017 because it's the year that the clip out starts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. What I'm remembering is that we recorded 2018 last week. (laughs) Don't give away the magic. <laughs> the brain's been a little gappy today. <laughs> yeah. So uh that will be coming out on Friday if okay. you remember 
to put it out. Yeah, which, I mean, it's Wednesday, so yeah. it's the jump ball at this point. It is. <laughs> so, well, other than that, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Oh, we're going to talk all about the instructor shenanigans happening. Okay. We have lots of things to cover with that. There has been a lot of coverage coming up this week, or from this week, rather, in a lot of different outlets yeah like self magazine mm-hmm. and things like that shape people shape yeah there was a lot we're also going to talk about the stock market gasp everyone's freaking <laughs> out again we've got a visit from dr jen and we're going to talk about what to do when you don't have enough energy to exercise okay and then we also had a visit from angelo we're going to talk about why tom's doing lamaze moves <laughs> And we're also going to talk about some updates of what's going on with Tonal. We haven't talked about that in a little while. Yeah, a and there's, uh, happened. there's been some big changes there. And I'm sure there are some people who would like to hear our thoughts. Yeah. And we will give them to you. We will. Because you can't shut us up. Can't. So all that shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's super helpful. Greatly appreciated. Thanks to everybody who shares us on their timeline, Facebook feed, Instagram, whatever. It's the easiest, simplest thing you can do to to help us. And we greatly appreciate it when you do. You can also find us on Facebook. If you want to stay up to date on things in between episodes, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there, like the page, join the group. You can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the clip out. And we have a Patreon. As we mentioned earlier, you get bonus content. Sometimes you get free things. If episodes are ready early, you get them early and you get them entirely ad free. So if you want to check that out, you can run on over to patreon.com slash the clip out. And I don't know, Mother's Day is coming up. Maybe you can get it for Mother's Day. I don't know. <laughs> and finally, we have a newsletter. We'll send you the links and all those things like that. You can sign up for that at our website, theclipout.com. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. All of the Peloton instructors are converging (laughs) upon New York. They sure are. Oh, I love this so, so much. I love seeing all the instructors together. We'll have more on this later. But I did want to say this is a thing to watch out for this week or make sure that you know why. The studios were closed this week because they had other things to do. Because there were too many instructors there and people's <laughs> head would explode if you <laughs> walked in. Can you imagine in. if you walked in and all 52 or 53 instructors were there? Your head would explode. It would yeah. be so exciting. <laughs> it would be so great. It would be like HRI back in 2018. Oh, I miss those days. <laughs> good times. Of course, it was only like 12 instructors at the That's time. That's true. It's but, true. Uh, times but, yeah, have changed. Very much so. So the scenic row classes are available on the app. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because I know it was kind <laughs> of, but not really. And I don't know if that's changed yet because no. I don't do the things. I checked today. The answer is no. Okay. So we saw last week Karen Smith submitted this. Thank and you, Karen Smith. Yes, thank you very much. She used our submitted tip. You can go to TCO in the know dot com and send that or gmail.com there you, go. you can also go to the website and click on the big button that says submit a tip yes and do it there i wanted to make the button say just the tip <laughs> we vetoed but cooler heads prevailed thank god but i think we all know that i was right it <laughs> well it would probably be clicked on more yeah so when she was looking around we had just last week gotten the search function on the app remember and so karen was 
searching around in yeah. the app. She typed in row and lo and behold, a bunch of classes loaded last week, over 60 of them. Now, the interesting thing is that we've seen classes show up on the app before, but they're usually taken down within a few hours and they haven't been scenic. It's been like a warm-up row and then everybody will go, oh, there's a warm-up row tomorrow, this morning and then everyone will try to take it before it gets taken down. And then, gotcha, and then it goes poof. Yeah, it goes poof. And the other interesting thing about this is that all of these classes are up, but right now you can't play them. If you try to play them, it's grayed out. You yeah. can't. So then my thought process is that we will be seeing these play very soon. They're just not quite ready for that. But I think that their intention is for them to be there or they would have been taken down by now because yeah. all the other classes had. It would seem like as long as they've been up at this, it's been almost a week at this exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty exciting. And I think that we're going to be able to have people test out scenic row classes that have other equipment, other rowers. So this is a big deal. Yeah. I'm curious to see what else will happen. I think the only thing more exciting than the fact that people will finally be able to take row classes on the app is that people can finally stop asking, when will row classes be available in the app? Oh, Tom, you have way too much <laughs> faith in people because what they're going to do is they're going to be like, not the scenic classes. Not that row class. This I want other the ones with class. the instructors. That'll be the next <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. You just wait. And it's like, well, buy a rower. <laughs> exactly. That's how that works. That's... <laughs> That's what they're doing there. But I already have one and I shouldn't have to buy another one. <laughs> Speaking of Peloton Row, they released a series this week called In the Row. In the Row. In the Row. And I love that all three of them said it at the same time. They yeah. Like, welcome to In the Row. <laughs> you know they had to practice that. Oh, they absolutely they were like, practiced that. Did we go on three <laughs> or is, is it one, two, three, go or one, two, go? I don't, well, huh? It's basically just like a tutorial on how to utilize and set up your row. I think it's commonly asked questions, things that mm -hmm. they probably keep hearing or seeing on social media over right. and over again. Do I need to put it in water? Right. Do I have to sing that song? It's so a lot of people don't know this. All the music uh -huh. on Peloton Row is Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Really? Yeah. There's like a country version uh -huh. and then there's like a rock version and then DJ Michael did a I think you're thinking of remix. I, I think you're thinking of Hydro's new music. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Shots fired. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nothing against Hydro. Yeah, they can't afford songs in the public domain. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, we are just kidding. But no, it's things like how to grip, how to pace, stuff like that. Basically. Are we still talking about rowing? <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And there's just a lot of information that when you're getting started with rowing that you may not know about. So this yeah. is going to be a really great series. And of course, I love all the rowing instructors and they're just hilarious. Yeah. Are we sure it's how to grip, how to pace, how mm -hmm. to increase force? Mm -hmm. I mean, only if that's their mm -hmm. jam, mm -hmm. just to be clear. Yeah. But okay. Mm -hmm. this It works on both levels. It does. So what's the other level, Tom? Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, only... <laughs> Nope. Even though one of them is rowing, it's the other one that needs a paddle. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> so Michelle Kay wrote an article for Self. She sure did. Uh, we are just on a rowing bench. I know. And she wrote a review of the rower. She's a big fan. Yeah. And she calls herself a Peloton super fan. I think that's fair. She was on a big Peloton podcast. 
<laughs> she was. <laughs> she was. But, you know, she uses the heck out of her Peloton and she uses all of the different types, the modalities within Peloton. So I do think that that is fair. Yeah. And she confirms that the new rower is as good as the bike. We concur, Michelle K. Well, good to see you, you out there. I wouldn't know. Okay. I concur. And Michelle I trust K. Clip Out Crystal. <laughs> and it's good to see her writing articles. Yes. I should put an asterisk on the whole I trust Clip Out Crystal. You don't trust me? Except, except when eating kettle corn. <laughs> are you really going to bring that up? I am going to bring that up. Wow. Because you. Wow. I are... feel so attacked right now. Well, I feel attacked when We're I. We're not get... eating kettle corn. I get all the lamest pieces of kettle corn. Look. You get the kettle, I get the corn. Look, you just don't pay any attention it is it's not my we, fault we get it and then we get in the car and then i'm driving you, you and you're do not always eat it in the car you're going through with some sort of special magnifying device <laughs> selecting the pieces that are in the 98th percentile for kettleness <laughs> and meanwhile i'm like is this just popcorn i think i just ate a kernel did somebody already chew this one I think you sucked the kettleness off of this and spit it back in the bag. I've That's what happens that. when we get kettle corn. I think you just don't know how to pick good popcorn and you get upset with me whenever it doesn't taste as good. Well, it's I don't get the fault. chance to pick the good kettle corn. <laughs> Buy this your own is, damn bag. I did. And then I get in the car to drive and I look over and it's just the remnants of kettle corn. It's like the ashes of kettle corn you poor poor baby it looks like the battlefield in the it's last 10 minutes don't you all believe of lord it. of the rings don't you all believe it you this... ate all the hobbits and i just got a bunch of dead orcs <laughs> this is so not true this is so not true and he brings it up every year every year because we don't normally get when we get a christmas tree i know and one year i'll have good kettle corn <laughs> and i won't be there i don't know <laughs> Maybe I'll just buy two bags and I'll keep one of myself. <laughs> Speaking of the Lord of the Rings, it'll be like, precious. <laughs> oh, you used to want to share everything with me? Well, yes, share is the key word there. <laughs> share. I, yes, I, I do share. I do want to share. <laughs> I do share. Oh, my goodness. This is like when you're like a little kid and they're like, oh, here, <laughs> you can have the penny instead of the dime because the penny's bigger. <laughs> I'm on Dio. That's not at all how that goes. Remember when the show was about Peloton? <laughs> You're the one that took the crazy left turn to Quirk Town. <laughs> so we have another review of not, this is interesting to see stuff like this start coming out. Not a review of a piece of equipment, but a piece of content. Yeah. And so this is from Men's Health. I took the monthly running challenge and it elevated minders yeah and this was written by i can't read his name this is kale reed kale? which doesn't okay. sound like a boy name but we're not allowed to say that out loud oh my god tom <laughs> i've just been canceled please just add him. but it's spelled interestingly it like is, it's like it's it irish is. or something it's c-a-y-l-e but he describes himself as an undedicated runner for his entire life so he's been running okay. but he just kind of does it whenever and so when he did the monthly running challenge he started to run more often and in that month ran 70 kilometers i don't know how many real miles that is then he says it forever changes the way that he runs 
in the process. So like it's totally changed his attitude about running. So running more consistently yeah. has really encouraged him to run more because he feels better. Like his running has improved and he saw that improvement so by running more. It's ironically the challenge made it less of a challenge. Exactly. He got more comfortable just with the idea of it. Yeah. He said it elevated his endurance. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. And it makes sense, right? The more you do anything, the better. Well, you can take that to extremes. But if well, you sure, go from yeah. doing something not on a regular basis and you start doing it on a regular basis, it is pretty darn cool to see like the miles get better, the speed yeah. get better. It's just neat to see those improvements. Yeah. For example. <laughs> oh, no. What? This is going to be kettle corn. When just, we first started it. going out, it would be like four or five pieces of the really good California. <laughs> and then now it's like 50 or 60 pieces of the really good. So over time, your endurance has improved. So I think that's a very real world example of something like that doing. You took Peloton's monthly kettle corn challenge. I did. And you and are I crushed it. Crushing I crushed it. it. You are killing it, yeah. sister. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Kettle corn winner right here. <laughs> the website Tom's Guide, no relation. <laughs> has an article about they added a second monitor to their Peloton bike, and it's a game changer. So what was your take on this? I guess my take on it is kind of the same take I have in terms of why Peloton won't let you jailbreak the monitor, which is why are you paying all this money for a Peloton subscription if you're just going to watch Netflix or YouTube? Just I, get another yeah. bike and watch Netflix or YouTube. Yeah. I even understand why someone mm -hmm. might not feel the need for the instructors. They've done it a long time, mm -hmm. or that's just not their jam. They don't like people yammering at them or whatever. Like, I get that. But then what did you get a Peloton for? I think that there are exceptions to that. Like, I get where you're coming from, and I understand that, especially if you're just getting into fitness and maybe you're not exactly sure what to do. You need a lot of instruction. But I think that as you progress and maybe you're doing things like the power zone challenge and you might be taking a 90 minute endurance class. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be about eight minutes at a time where you're doing nothing different, like nothing. Yeah. You're just the same speed, same cadence. Keep doing that eight minutes. Do you really need to hear the instructor every second of that eight minutes? No. And I think it's more for uses like that. So I think it's for people who are building their endurance that I understand why they want to have the second piece. It's not something I personally want to do. Right. I like to be completely like engaged in the class that I'm taking. Yeah. So even when I'm doing like longer distance training on the treadmill and I might do like two or three hours of running at a time, I'm doing classes the whole time, the whole time, because it's too easy for me to give up on myself versus when I have somebody constantly talking to me. But there are people that are the exact opposite. Yeah. And like I said, I get that. But then what'd you get a Peloton for? Totally. And I think that there are just differing levels of people that need differing levels of instruction. It's like going to a Gallagher show and being like, oh, I got watermelon all over me. Yeah. I think they think they know the basics of what they need to do and they just need to know like cadence. Yeah. Resistance. All right. I'm good. You know? Okay. Well, Tom's guide, no relation, <laughs> is a big fan. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Do with that what you will. Peloton stock ticker. Oh, we haven't used that sweeper in a while. We haven't. That was fun. Well, the news wasn't. The news wasn't. <laughs> but typically, if you hear the stock ticker sweeper, <laughs> probably not going to be good news yeah. following. So this came in from... Mike Weber. Mike Weber. Mm -hmm. And it just says, Peloton stock plunges as Morgan Stanley highlights weak, wet traffic. And 
I still kind of file this article, even though I'm teasing Peloton about the stock price, is kind of like, what do you MFers want? Yeah. Because it, they're like, well, it is still higher than pre-COVID. <laughs> it's not like when the whole world was shutting their houses. And it's like, well, but if it's higher than it was going into COVID, then they're going in the right direction. I don't think it's fair to compare it to the COVID time period. That was historically unprecedented. Yeah, I feel like this is a big bunch of nothing. Yeah. But I think that there's another aspect that needs to be looked at, Tom. And Do tell. Well, that is that they're selling these on Amazon now. They're yeah. selling these dick sporting goods. Don't you think it's fair to say that maybe some of that web traffic has gone elsewhere? Yeah, I think that's fair. And I couldn't get a bead. I didn't really dig in too deeply on this. I couldn't get a bead if by web traffic they meant people utilizing the platform or people just going to OnePeloton.com. I took it as OnePeloton.com. I don't know that that's what they meant. Yeah, but that makes sense because that, I mean, I know that you're streaming over the internet, which is what the kids call the web. But yeah, I think of web traffic as a website, not yeah. streaming content. I took it as like people looking for guidance yeah. on what does this Peloton product do? And I think that another thing that you could also look at is they've had a little bit more commercial marketing this year. And so maybe people aren't as curious about what products are out there. Like maybe there's more people that are more educated or finding out about Peloton from other places like this podcast. Right. So maybe they don't need to go to the Peloton website in the same way that they did before. Right. And they don't spend as much time on there. They just like, I'm ready. They go pull the trigger and they move on with their lives instead of like hunting around on there forever. Right. Or they just went over to Amazon and bought it and they sent it to their house. You yeah. Know? And I do think this is like for what we think of as web traffic versus the platform because it talks about during the holiday season. Well, I wouldn't think it's the website that sees the increased action during the holiday season because order spike. It's not the platform itself. Right. If anything, it might even go down because it's Christmas time and you've got other things to do. So, but yeah, like it's a shame that this damaged the stock even temporarily because the article just seems like a woeful misinterpretation of data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everybody's listening to it. And, yeah, because uh, it's Morgan Stanley, and it's like, they can do no wrong. Well, we said the same thing about Golden and Sachs, and they put out a real burger, listen, didn't they? <laughs> listen, there have been people that are all out there talking like they know about Peloton yeah. for years now, yeah. and they've been wrong. They've been wrong a lot. Like, look at all the people that said the Peloton was never going to come back. Look at all the people that said Peloton was going to crash. Look at all the people that said Peloton was just a coat hanger. Yeah. It was just a fad. And it's all these financial people. They're wrong all the time. Yeah. And yet people still listen to them. And I don't understand it. I mean, how many months did we see after you and I announced that the tonal-like product was dead? Yeah. We're still seeing it everywhere. We still see these websites it's saying like, guys, that it's, it exists. And, it's, and it hasn't. And then they finally like, oh, Whoa, hey, breaking news, this thing is dead. Oh, the thing we've been telling you about for eight months, that yeah. thing? And it's these okay. financial types <laughs> that like hang on to it and they won't let it go. Yeah. So they get things wrong. They're human just like everybody else. I don't know why their opinion gets more weight than the average person. Because but they're it Morgan does. Stanley. Well, yeah, that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> and coming up after this, Dr. Jen's going to talk to us about what to do when you don't have enough energy to exercise. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses 
and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Tina Freiling is looking for some advice. She feels like she doesn't have enough energy to exercise, but she also recognizes that exercise gives her energy. So she's having trouble balancing those two. Do you have any advice for her? Yes. Well, first of all, rule out anything physical. Get a checkup with your doctor. I think that sometimes people, especially kind of hard-ass Peloton type A's, can be <laughs> like, oh, I'm just tired. I just have to figure it out. Go to your doctor. Get a blood test. Rule out anything physical that could be standing in your way. Secondly, you also want to look at your sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you someone who tracks your sleep? What's the quality of your sleep? Are you waking up throughout the night and not even remembering it? Are you having nightmares? Are you having trouble falling asleep? Like you want to kind of check those boxes and make sure you're practicing good sleep hygiene. Once you've ruled out those two things, and also you want to look at your nutrition. Are you fueling your body with things that will give you energy? Or are you crashing and burning because you're eating foods that are kind of causing your 
blood sugar levels or your energy to drop like right before your workout. So kind of do a, a deep dive analysis on that. If all of that is okay, and none of those are factors, then you want to look at, okay, am I burning myself out? When was the last time I took a break in my exercise plan? Am I working out seven days a week and not letting myself have a rest day? Is my plan that I'm doing, is it balanced? Or am I making it up as I go along and maybe my choices aren't really what my body needs? So you may want to meet with someone like Crystal or someone else who has a background in sports medicine and putting together a regimen, a physical trainer or someone like that, so that you can really look at what is the optimum workout for you, given who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, where you need to improve your time that you have to devote to it, and really kind of figure out with the help of a professional what is the best exercise plan for me that also takes into account kind of the ebbs and flows of my day and my week and my life? Yeah, make it really specific and unique to you. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, you do that. You've talked that you have someone you check in with every six months yeah. or so to make sure that if something needs to be tweaked or you're bored. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I do like I can go a pretty long time doing the same workout over and over, as long as I get some good music, as long as some good <laughs> 80s rides, I'm good. <laughs> but I also know that my body can get a little complacent and then I can get a little bored. Yeah. And sometimes even like a silly little switch, like going from a 20 minute full body workout to a 20 minute strength for runners, which seems really benign. It just kind of perks me up and I'm like, oh, this is different. And then it kind of gets me jazzed again and excited for that workout because it just feels so different. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Until next time, where can people find you? On social media at Dr. Jen Man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I post my workouts on my Insta stories. Wonderful. Thank you. Instructors in the news. So we talked earlier about all the instructors converging upon New York City for Instructathon. What's it called? <laughs> Instructor Summit. Instructor Summit. There we go. <laughs> and so everybody's Instagram feed has posts about hanging out with instructors. Yeah. It's like summer camp. Yeah, it if is. They had Instagram when we went to summer camp. For sure. Yeah. So they, it looks like they started off their Instructor Summit by going to a New York Rangers game. And the whole instructor team made it to the Jumbotron. Yeah. And, you know, that makes a lot of sense because it seems like the NHL was the first sport that we really started seeing a lot of their athletes using Peloton. Really? I felt like that. I was that. thinking it was football. You think it was? I mean, there are certainly a lot of football now, but it seems like at first it was really the NHL players that mm. were utilizing it. And I think because it's just, I guess, easier on their knees or they already did cycling and this was a natural fit. I don't know. But it seemed like when we first started seeing pro athletes on Peloton, it was NHL players that we started seeing in mass first. For I whatever believe that's you. Worth. So we're not going to do all 53 instructors like a deck of cards with one joker. <laughs> I think that's Cody. I thought it was you. <laughs> I don't think I count as an instructor. DJ John Michael is the joker. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> But he doesn't count as an instructor either. But he's at the summit. Okay. But we'll hit some of the highlights. So Cliff Dwinger. 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 I always get it wrong. I never know. Just if say Cliff. Cliff. <laughs> Cliff was there with Eric 
Eric Yeager. Yeah. And they were standing in front of the skyline. We started noticing late last week that the Peloton German instructors were here. And it was like, hmm, this yeah. is interesting. And they went on the subway, get the full experience. They were mugged. <laughs> They were not mugged. It's fake news. <laughs> they went and looked at what I think is the Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know. We're from the Midwest. So anytime we see a bridge in front of a skyline. It's the Brooklyn Bridge in our head. Yeah, it's the Brooklyn Bridge. If it's not the one from the opening of Full House or for our older listeners, too close for comfort, then it's the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that we got any of these in there, but that's too bad because the instructors also had, I thought I put some of the stuff in here for Ash doing squats. No. And so Ash Pryor continued her squats. Oh, she got to squat some international instructors. She did. She did. And so she, which is harder because it's kilograms. <laughs> so she, I believe it was Jermaine that she squatted. And there was another person that she squatted and I'm blanking on who it was. And then also they had a whole day of spending time playing like games, like what do you call team building games? Trust so fall. It wasn't trust fall. It was actually dodgeball. And there's a picture from Peloton One Studio. They had like a video of kind of a encapsulating the first day. Yeah. And Olivia Amato was having like three dodgeballs in a row scented her and she was like what did she do i don't know but man you should have seen her she was like something out of the matrix she was like jump over here jump over there jump over there then she caught not one but two balls simultaneously dove for it and landed and flipped like a little somersault kind of thing yeah she was very committed they were all very committed they had several pictures showing how incredibly competitive all of yeah the i would were. think that this is a competitive lot yeah, and then they played Jenga, broken out into teams. So it was color-coded. They had another game, too, that I can't remember. And then cups. They had to, like, build cups. So Like with um, Anna Kendrick? No. Oh. So they did all of that, and that was all their first day. And I'm not sure how they rounded out their evening, but I'm sure they had fun. Other highlights have included a group run along <laughs> Central Park this morning from all of the jet-lagged European instructors. <laughs> they had nothing to do at 7 a.m., and they were like, we are awake, so let's all go for a run. And then in the gym were all of the strength instructors from Europe. <laughs> they all met in the gym to lift a bunch of weights this morning. But my favorite quote of the day was when they were all hanging out for some kind of dinner or something last night. Lots of faces. They had this huge camera where they did the little runway walk. Okay. Each instructor. So yeah. it's 52 plus DJ John Michael. But above that, DJ John Michael had... I think he said something like it's a mind bender or it's a lot of energy to be around this many people with strong personalities. Yeah, I and bet. I was like, that I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it'd be a little bit exhausting. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> For the most part, though, I really enjoyed everybody's stuff that looked like they were having lots of fun. So well, that's cool. People Magazine talked to Jess Sims. Why do you seem like you're not sure? Because my uh, your camera was in the way. Our Zoom thing that's on our screen was over. So you couldn't the name. see it. I couldn't remember if it was Just Sims or Just King. <laughs> this is Just Sims. <laughs> well, the picture wasn't up. Like oh. it was blocked. The name was blocked, and so I was like, "It's could... one of the Jesses." Yes, it's a Jess. <laughs> Surely you Jess. <laughs> yes. Well, she's not afraid to live out loud and take up space. But really, this was just an excuse of an article to plug the fact that she is partnering with a new drink 
that has something called like living out loud. Ah. <laughs> My brain is so bad today, guys. I'm so, so sorry. I can picture the bottle. Drinking out loud. Um, and if you see it there as you're scrolling through. Roar organic. Roar. Drink out loud campaign. That's oh, I was it. right. I was just joking when I said drink out loud. <laughs> no. But like that just sounds like a lot of slurping. Please don't drink out loud. <laughs> Like, I'm sure it's a fine product, but for the love of God, don't drink out loud. Uh, So that's what this article was truly about. And it's cool to see it. I don't know if there's another picture that we got in here or not, but she was in the middle of Times Square yesterday up on one of those giant billboards Uh, and all the instructors caught it. Photo where she's in front of the billboard of herself in Times Square, which I would totally do. Oh, God. Yeah. If I ever did something important up. The only way that would happen is if there was some sort of a mugshot breaking news. But then you would be in Times Square, so it would still be worth still worth taking a picture. Yeah, but I would also probably be in jail. I guess would, you're not going to get to get your picture yeah, taken. It's not a fully thought out plan on my All part, right. which is probably why I got arrested. <laughs> I just didn't plan well enough. Next you're the, time. You're the planner. I, I will am. have you project manage all my crimes. <laughs> okay. Like how to steal back kettle corn. <laughs> Maddie Majacomo was on the website View the Vibe. Yeah. Talking about exercise and its impact on mental health. Yeah. And physical and mental health, which is is just, I mean, it's nice to see that he's doing that and that he's getting a feature because Maddie is just one of the nicest people in the world. He's just like a good person. I feel, I, you know, I was thinking about this the other day that I don't even know why. Because <laughs> you love Maddie. takes up space in my head. You love Maddie. But I was like, if Maddie Majacomo was a bike instructor, he would be... I mean, he's very popular. I'm not trying to take a, but it's like because he's on a piece of equipment that's not as popular as the bike, I think it limits people's access to him. And that if he was a bike instructor, I think he would be one of their most popular instructors. I have to agree because he is one of the most popular tread instructors. Yeah. But I just think that he's amazing and I love him to death. And I'm so glad that he got this nice spread absolutely and he has wonderful taste in cookies god he does Jeez, louise those cookies were good shape magazine but not michelle k wrote about tune and her favorite skincare products for when she's gym bound i have to be honest did not get a chance to read this yeah so if you want to know the essentials she keeps in her bag you should go get our newsletter so you can have all of these sent to you and there's i can't even pronounce that laneige lip glowy balm and speaking of Tunde, she spoke at the... It's called Path University's Women's Leadership Conference. I think it's called Bay Path. Yes. I don't know. Bay Path University's 2023 Women's Leadership Conference. Oh, well, there you go. And just thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, we weren't there, so we don't know how it went, but pretty cool. Because if we had been there, we would have known it was called Bay Path. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> Rebecca Kennedy spoke to Well and Good about standing core workouts. And the title of it is, Are Standing Core Workouts Better Than Floor-Based Ones? And then specifically kind of went through the pros and cons. And personally, I don't know that I would say they are better than floor-based workouts, but I will say that there are times that it is more applicable, that there are people that can't necessarily get down on the floor. Like maybe they're kept from doing that because of an injury, or maybe they're too large to get down on the floor comfortably. So there are a lot of things that you can do in a standing core workout that are something that's going to be more accessible from a mobility standpoint than getting on the floor. So I definitely think it depends on the person, but I think that there's absolutely a place for both. Alex Toussaint will be doing an in-store appearance at the Puma New York City flagship store to support his new collection that's coming out. 
Yeah. And by the way, that collection is going to be dropping on April 15th. If you go out to the Puma website, some of those pieces are already there, but you can't buy them yet. They say come back on April 15th. But if you want to take a look, they're out there to look at. Matt Wilpers has partnered with Oars and Alps, and you can win a one-on-one coaching session from Team Wilpers and a virtual bike fit from Team Wilpers. Yeah, and I would like to just note that Team Wilpers is definitely run by Matt Wilpers, but Team Wilpers is a team of people, so that does not necessarily mean that your coaching session will be with Matt Wilpers. Yes. So just want to point that out. Manage Uh, expectations. Exactly. However, you can also get a $200 Oars and Alps gift card, which is really cool as well. So that's a very nice prize. Speaking of Michelle Kay, as we were (laughs) earlier, she wrote an article for Yoga Journal about Aditi Shaw. She did. And Aditi Shaw talked about how much she enjoys teaching like in this mass platform where she can reach so many people and how she kind of gets herself in the right headspace to be able to do that, which I would think would be difficult. Yeah. And especially because meditation is so much about like being in yourself. (laughs) I think it would be hard when there's all these people like listening to you live. (laughs) (laughs) How do you not get in your head about that? But she talks about that. So this would be a good one to read if you're curious about how that works. Robin Arzan was at ETH Denver talking about things we don't understand. Yeah. Web3 stuff. Swagger socialism or whatever it's called (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's the opposite of socialism i can't remember the name of it i was just being silly so i looked it up and it is the largest and longest running ethereum woodlathon what is a ethereum i have no idea i think they just make this stuff up like i'm worried about her like, what? what is going on? Has she joined a cult? What is happening? Like, this like, is all to do with that. It point. is. It's all web. But like, they say it like it makes sense. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, are these thetans? Are we talking to Xenu? I don't, I'm so confused. I like went to the website to try to understand it. And then like you Google it and it just takes you to another website that says a bunch of things that don't make any sense. Like I don't, I am so spun around on whatever it is we're doing. And clearly a lot of people are doing it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've kind of been over the fact that we don't get it before, so we won't nag on that too much. (laughs) But I want to point out that the lady that interviewed her and that posted this, because this was posted in collaboration with Robin, but it Uh wasn't Robin's original post. And she interviewed Robin, but she is also a Peloton user is my understanding. Okay. So that was the other connection there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's so confusing. I really, I had big intentions of like following this and like trying to get into it. It's just, it's too exhausting. There's too many steps. It, yeah, it like feels. You gotta be on, what is that, Discord? Which is, yeah. I hate Discord. It's There's stupid. like so many things you have to know before you can start learning about it. Yeah. That I, it's like, it's just overwhelming and my brain shuts down. Not I, that it takes a lot. I really don't like Discord. I really yeah. don't like it. Like it's all these chat rooms and it's like, and then there's these rules and then there's all these things you got to do. And it's so complex. Like this so. is good for the next generation. Y'all take it and run with it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be over here on Instagram. Yeah. I'm too exhausted. I don't want to learn another thing. So if you need something easier than Web3, here we go. <laughs> okay. What is it? Hannah Corbin got a puppy. Oh, thank God. This is our speed. Yeah. This puppy this, pictures. This is a cute puppy. Look at those eyes. Those sweet, sweet eyes. <laughs> and it just looks so fluffy. We just want to pet the puppy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, you can synergize this puppy into an NFT at your Ethereum bladabadoo. <laughs> and then the social spectrum will exemplify I it. I think it's swagger socialism, Tom. <laughs> we just covered this. They'll anthropomorphize it. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and now I'm a crypto billionaire. <laughs> Ta-da. No, because we don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. If I was a crypto billionaire, I wouldn't know how to turn it into real money. Right. It'd be like the time I played video poker and didn't realize I had won a bunch of money until I had lost it all. Oh, sadness. I was like, oh, I mean, a bunch of money was like $100. Well, congrats to Hannah. Yes. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo. He has me doing something that I think is Lamaze, and he's going to explain it to you. I don't think it is. And explain why. <laughs> and I'll let you know when I expect to be crowning. <laughs> Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions. Hello. Hello, guys. Great <laughs> to see you. <laughs> Except I guess this time I'm lying. Yeah, it's really answering your question. Yeah. So <laughs> we were talking about posture last time. <laughs> yeah. And we're in Q angles, which I think Crystal is Q from every angle. Aww, thank so, you. <laughs> so you recently had me start doing something. Basically a modified Lamaze position, I think. <laughs> That's I, basically it. Yeah. Maybe have Angelo explain. See, my pelvic floor is in alignment with Aquarius. I don't know. I don't ask questions, man. I just like, okay. So, so you, you were talking about stooped shoulders. Right. Of which I have two. <laughs> So tell us about the routine that you're doing. Try and describe the movements you're doing, and we'll kind of go so over. So you have me lay on the floor like I'm just dilated laying, to eight centimeters. Laying on the floor, Tom. I'm laying on the floor on my oh, back. Lying position, and there's nothing weird about it. And I have I'm my just making weird. You have me, my knees in the air, holding a pillow together. It's that's what makes it feel weird. I'm a proper lady, <laughs> and. And then you have me touching my toes like pigeon toed. <laughs> and then I have my arms on yep. the floor like I'm being mugged. That's right? the one. It's like, like the stick em up position. The stick em up position. And then I slide them back and forth slow over my head until I get okay. bored. So for the sake of our audience, I am having you do some very weird stuff. So <laughs> what I'm having Tom do <laughs> is a combination of moves all at the same time because it amuses me. <laughs> yeah. Here's where I find out. Oh, it serves no purpose whatsoever. No purpose. We I just wanted, wanted to see if you do it. So it's it. really more of a psychological experiment. And congratulations, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so for the benefit of our audience, there's actually a very specific reason why we're doing these particular moves. So you're, Tom is doing two exercises at the same time. He's doing what we would call a hook lying. And um, sinker. That's because I fell for it. Hook lying and sinker. <laughs> a hook lying, a hook lying block squeeze. And so what that is designed to do is he's lying on his back with his knees bent, feet on the ground. Because Tom has some pronation taking place in his stance, in other words, you toe out, your femur bones are externally rotated, you and about 88% of the rest of the population. So this is very common. So what I have you doing is a little bit more aggressive variation of an internal rotation exercise. So that is simply lying on your back, you're relaxing your core, you're activating your 
adductors. That's the inner thighs. Now you can squeeze like a yoga block or you can double up a pillow. That doesn't matter. And it's a gentle movement. You're engaging, relaxing, engaging, relaxing. And we're doing this for a few moments. What that does is gently over time, that's going to help mitigate at least a measure of that external rotation in the feet. Now, don't go home and add this to your routine and do it for the next three years and then call me up and say, hey, Angelo, I'm walking pigeon toed now. <laughs> Overdo it. So when I'm taking someone through these type of exercises to help create balance in the body, usually I'll assign two weeks, a month at a time, and they're doing them a few times a week. And we're doing very gentle. We're doing moments of this, but we'll have a profound impact. So that's bringing your feet back to a neutral position. When your feet are in a neutral position, that's also going to drop your hips back more centered over your ankles. As we mentioned last time, greater trochanter should line up just anterior to the malleolus. I won't get into the nerdy details, but suffice to say, most people with overpronation, they also have forward translation of the hips. We don't want that because forward translation of the hips almost always results in a forward throwing of the head and shoulders because if your spine was perfectly erect in that position, your center of gravity would be behind you and you'd fall backwards. So instead of doing that, we tilt forward and round our back just a little. You don't even realize you're doing this, but we all do it. So that way your center of gravity is balanced. We get your hips back. Now, when you lengthen your spine, your center of gravity is going to be perfectly aligned. You're not going to have to feel like you have to roll your head and shoulders forward. So that's why we're adding in that block squeeze. And we'll probably only do it a few more weeks until you're close to neutral and then we'll stop. Now, you're also doing a lying pullover. Now, that's a low intensity mobilization move that is designed to lengthen the lats, create mobility in the shoulder and activate the lower traps and rhomboids. Now, why is that important? Well, we can imagine why elongating the lats, mobilizing the shoulders, that all makes sense to most people. When I say lower traps and rhomboids, that's the middle upper back. Why do I need to engage those? Well, remember, those are the muscles I said are you're hunching forward. So that mid upper back is getting deactivated. So these pullovers are a gentle way of starting to activate those muscles. We're getting the range of motion down, and then we're going to move into doing those motions under minor load or at least against gravity. And that's going to condition those muscles to contribute the overall alignment we're trying to create. Will it make me taller? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I preach as tall. He said no, it no, so but, straight. So, I know. Seriously, I have had clients that have come back to me, and not three inches taller, of course, but right. come back to me and said, I got measured a quarter inch taller after restoring their posture alignment. It actually can make you taller. Now, don't expect, you know, I'm five, eight and a half. I usually say five, nine. I'm never hit six foot. I've tried. I got platform shoes for that. But, uh, but it actually can give you that good upright. You get to live up to your potential, Tom, your, your height potential. I think I've already exceeded my potential. Aww. This is as good as it gets. But no, I had a feeling I was just like, this seems like it would not, you know, I didn't think I, like you said, I didn't think I was suddenly going to be six foot. I was just hope to one day maybe 
be as tall as Tom Cruise. <laughs> Good aspiration. Yes. You might get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all that. And if people sure. would like you to handpick weird positions for them to <laughs> lounge around the house in, where can they find you? They can find us at metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Peloton Artist Collaboration. We have a new Broadway series, this time featuring and Juliet or Ampersand Juliet, mm-hmm. depending on how literal you are. Well, I don't know any of the songs from this. You know every song from this. Why? Because it's a jukebox musical. Well, I don't understand. Why is it like and Juliet then? Like, what's I think the it's point? How to... are we tying this together? So it's Tell based me. on Romeo and Juliet, and it's supposed to be like what happens after Romeo. Oh. So it's called and Juliet. And then it's a jukebox musical. So all the songs are like pop songs. So it's like Roar and Since You've Been Gone and oh. Oops, I Did It Again. Oh. It's songs like that. Okay. But they wrote a story around those songs. So actually, you'll know probably every song in this musical. Well, I don't know if that sounds like a good musical, but I do know that the way you described it doesn't sound that great. People seem to be digging it. But I bet it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, and I bet all this music is a lot of fun then. Like, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And I know people totally dig it, mm-hmm. so, but I'm going to kind of dump on it a little bit, even okay. though I haven't seen it. It feels like a cheat, right? Like, it's like, well, you just grab a bunch of other songs that you already yeah. know are popular. And I know that people have been doing this with jukebox musicals, but they're based around an artist, but, right? Like yeah, you're that's building different. A, you're building a musical around Billy Joel or, or around, around Alanis Morissette. Right. Or ABBA or whatnot. But to be like, Patsy oh, Klein. we'll just pick a bunch of songs that we already know people like and yeah. then we'll write a story and plug them in. It feels kind of like a cheat. Like, it no, does. the whole point of Broadway is It's that- like creating a boy band. Yeah. It's like, we pick this guy and this guy and they're cute and they're really talented. And so we made this. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, people seem to love it. So, you know, we live in flyover country, so we don't get to go see things like this. So it has to be. I bet you it's a lot of fun. It probably is because, like I said, people seem to love it. It just like the Broadway guy in me is like, well, that feels a little bit like a cheat. It's like, oh, I wrote this great story, but I can't find good songs. So I'll just buy a bunch that I already know are hits. Yeah. I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. I still think I'd like it. Just knowing me. Yeah, for sure. And I love the graphics in it for that. Other Connected Fitness. Huge news from the world of Tonal. They have a new CEO. They do. Ali Arati has stepped down as CEO. And moved into a different position, we should he say. He has. Yeah. He has a chief technology officer. And Crystal will be taking over. Whoa, congratulations, honey. How Not exciting. Me. I don't Not know me. how I'm just now hearing about this. Because it's, it's a different Crystal. It's it, Crystal with a K. It's a very solid NDA that they <laughs> have you signed to. <laughs> But yeah, they're going to have a new CEO. I know we've had so many people ask us about this. Here's the deal. This is a good thing. I think so. Like, especially that Ali wasn't forced out. He's moving to the chief technology officer, which it seems like a similar situation with Peloton in that he created this product and then all of a sudden had to spend all his time as a CEO instead of being as the guy who knows how to make the product and make the product better. And so now they've brought in somebody that can focus on that aspect and he can go back to doing what he's good at. Yeah. And when you go through this letter, they also just recently came through another round of funding. And so they raised another $130 million. 
and they're really, really focused on listening to the people. So the members specifically, they want to know what members want and they're committed to doing that with the exception of, <laughs> no, you can't bring back the other yeah. instructors. Like we get that you like the old instructors, yeah. but it's not going to happen. So like when you only say that in their Facebook world, you're just making it harder for them to do the other things or see the other suggestions when you just keep harping on the same thing over and over again. I like Will Ferrell too. He's not going to be back on SNL. Yeah. You got to let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Easier said than done. For I sure. I understand, especially when it was a huge group exodus. But yeah. regardless, I still love the product. And I feel like this is a huge turning point for Tonal. I'm not saying like they're going to snap their fingers and everything's going to be sure. perfect. But I think they have all the pieces in place now. And I think this is a good time to announce another piece of news. And that is the superset is coming back. Yeah, you'll have a new superset. I uh, guess what? This time next week. April 20th. April 20th. So we'll be baked. It's <laughs> 420. <laughs> oh, we won't. We won't. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We're in the Midwest. They don't have marijuana here yet. So fingers I crossed. I think they do, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is where we grow it all. <laughs> Anyway, and speaking of tonal, uh, Sports Illustrated had an interesting article putting Peloton and tonal head to head to figure out which one's best. And really, it was co-written by Angelo. And just the answer is it depends. <laughs> it depends. Which you, of course it does. Yeah, like, what do you want? Do you want to do strength or do you want to do cardio? Yeah, they do two totally different things. And yes, Peloton has strength. And yes, tonal has cardio. But guys, let there be no mistake. Peloton's bread and butter. It's going to yeah. be cardio and tonal's bread and butter. It's, it's going to be strength. Tonal's always going to be better at strength and lesser until Peloton comes out with a new device, which they're not going to do in the foreseeable future. Mm -mm. And Peloton's going to be better with cardio. Mm -hmm. So like, what's your primary focus? There's your answer. You got it. Yeah. Unless you're loaded, then get both. That works too. In case you missed it. So the clipout.com this week had a couple of articles that are worth checking out. Yeah. The first one is from Tina Freiling, and she reviewed the instructor match quiz, and it was a very detailed review. She did a great job. I had so many people comment on this. There's so many different feelings about this instructor match quiz. It's like, really what are funny. people feeling? Well, you have people that are like super technical, and they're like, haha, I always knew I matched up with Matt Wilpers. But like, <laughs> one of the questions is like, are do you, you like, like Matt Wilpers? Well, it's like, do you like technical <laughs> instruction? So, like, you're going to get Matt or Christine. I mean, there's not that many right. technical instructors. And then, like, versus somebody like me, they matched me up with Olivia. No. No, like I think I've taken Olivia five times, yeah. maybe the whole time that she's been there. Not because I don't like Olivia, but like she's too frenetic on the bike. Like it's like up, down, up, down, up, down. No, we're going to speed. No, we're going to just. And I need something a little more consistent for my rides. Mm -hmm. I enjoy her classes more on the tread. But even then, like a lot of times our times just don't match up or like she'll do a 30 minute and I'm looking for a 45 or like she'll do a 20 minute and I'm looking for a 30. Like it just doesn't match up in that way. Right. So it's just weird how this worked. But a lot of people just loved seeing that like they got their favorite instructor. Then I have other people tell me they just kept doing it over and over again until, until they, they got, got their, their instructor. instructor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh my word. <laughs> but basically you answer five like they break it out into five different things, series right. of five questions. And then through that, they kind of break it down into this is probably the best person for you. I will say one of the things that I think that if I wanted to get like a specific instructor would have been easier for me is it asks you what kind of workouts you like to do. So if you're like 
tread and strength and cardio and this and that, then you're going to end up with probably somebody who you need to end up with somebody who does all those. Right. There's only one way to answer that. So if you're like, I only want to see which bike instructor I should be with, you should probably just focus on the bike for that question and do it separately for each type of exercise because ah. they're trying to address it. Like if you want to do all of those types of exercise, here's the person for you. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So overall, I think it's a fun little tool and I'm glad people are having so much fun with it. And thank you, Tina, for writing it. Yes. And then we also have an article about how to activate your glutes. Yeah, so here's what happened here. Last week, we had Angelo on and he talked about how to activate your glutes and more importantly, why it was so important to physical therapists. Right. And it was in response to my question. Well, people just started writing in with all their suggestions. Of, people love to talk about butts. And all these great classes that you could take. And so Nikki Smith then wrote an article kind of taking all that and putting it together. And it's so it's basically like a crowdsource the best of, if you will. Gotcha. And I love this. I love this because I did one today. It was highly recommended. One of Hannah Corbin's their bar classes that she does the clamshells in and it burned my glutes. There's a fine line where you want to activate before you run. Right. You don't want to work out before you run, or at least I don't. Right. So like it's a fine line, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I loved that everybody got into the conversation and there were so many people giving so many suggestions. So thank you all for doing that. It was a lot of fun. And, and thank you, Nikki, for yeah, writing it. For sure. And we've got a whole list of classes that people seem to land on. So if you want something like that, you can go check that out or sign up for the newsletter and it'll be one of the links and this week's newsletter. Coming up after this, we're going to talk to Trisha Callahan, and she's our interview of the week. We're going to talk to her about her and her daughter, who happens to have autism, and how they utilize Peloton. So stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Trisha Callahan. Hey, Trisha, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Good. We are so happy to have you here today. I always like to start to kind of get an idea of where people are in the Peloton life cycle. When did you first find out about Peloton and decide this was good for you and your family? We heard about it probably about five, six years ago through my sister who had one. And she was going on and on and on. We didn't get one until about a year and a half later. I actually do Ironman triathlons Okay, so I'm on the bike all the time. And I have a trainer, indoor trainer. And one day my husband was like, hey, maybe you should get the Peloton to help you train. And I was like, well, you know, I've got this expensive bike without a trainer, blah, blah. You know, I don't know. And I was never a big fan of biking. So I said, yeah, all right, let's do it with the understanding that he would also use it. <laughs> so he's the one who got the shoes. And everything was set up in his name, and he's, like, used it twice. So. Uh. <laughs> See, at least I never gave you any illusions that I was going That's to use true. the thing. You did it. You were, yeah. you were like, well, I'm never touching that. Hard pass. Yeah. So he might have just been saying that, knowing that I wouldn't agree. You know, I didn't want to spend the money since I've already spent so much other money. So, yeah, about four and a half years ago now. Okay. So you've had it for quite a while. Definitely yeah. way before the pandemic. I feel like yeah. so many people these days that we talk to are pandemic Peloton owners. Yeah. <laughs> so do yeah, you know we were like I think about a year I've noticed the change I know you guys probably really noticed the differences but even just from the pandemic it's 
lots changed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a whole different company now in just about every sense of the word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now you have the bike. Do you use it to train for your triathlons? I do. I got to say it made me like biking. Oh, that's Uh, interesting. Don't hear that a lot. Well, the music, the interaction, the teachers, I pretty much do mostly power zone stuff. Yeah. The training, I get a lot of tips and learn a lot. So it's been really good on that sense. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And do you have a tread to train for your uh, I do. Wow. Yeah, so we end up getting the tread plus before all of that debacle. And I use that more for speed work. Yeah. And I've done a couple of longer distance. God bless people like Susie Chan. I don't know how she <laughs> like that's a long time. I can't do that. So, <laughs> well, I get that. I don't know if you heard about my story, but yes, be careful out that. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and you right. And that's another reason why my husband was like, I have to train sometimes in all weather and we are lucky we've got space to run, but it can be icy. And also, you know, I'm older now. So I like when I was 25, running in dark was no big deal. Now I'm like, can't see a stick in front of me. So yeah, that's not working. So <laughs> yeah, so it's for safety, it's a great backup. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So now you just need Peloton to make a pool. And then you'd be all set. Be all set. Know, right. <laughs> like if they could make master spa, like one of the <laughs> one of those pools, you- I would Yeah. You stay in place and swim against the current. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really keep your earbuds in. Do they make those? They do. (laughs) They do. Yeah. Yeah, There's underwater earbuds, Tom. We got this covered. You athletes, you got all the crazy things. (laughs) They have like little tablets now. I just saw it. It's a little mini tablet for underwater. So it it has everything, podcasts and books and movies. You could even put Hulu on there. It's really cool. Okay, that might I'm, be a bit too. I was far. like, I'm not sure if she's joking <laughs> she's or not. not. She's no, definitely but, not I mean, joking. I don't know. I don't think you could watch it. I was like, how do you swim and it. watch a movie? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just to listen to it. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, that's okay. Movies yeah. to not watch. Yeah. Jaws. <laughs> the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> Yeah. What was that? Al- late, something about alligators and Lake Placid or something. Yes. That's yeah. Lake Placid. Lake Placid is one of the iconic Ironmans. That's probably not one you want to be listening to. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Okay. So your husband has only used the bike like twice. Does he use the yeah. tread at all? He actually just been starting to use it. We got him one of those desks. Okay. Things. He'll use it while he's working. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. I will give him this. We had it in our basement and the basement ceiling was too low, so he couldn't. So we finally moved it upstairs because my son also started using it because he's in track. And so he started using it and he didn't tell us that it was too small. But one day I went down and ran, and he was in between two boards, so like <laughs> the ceiling and like kind of hunched. I'm like, no, 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 that's you can't run like that. That's so bad. For you. <laughs> yeah, he was doing like Matty Majacomo style when the, yeah, you know, yeah. they were <laughs> filming at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now they're in a space where all the tall people can use it. So okay. They're... And does anybody else in your family use the Peloton? Well, my older daughter, she lives down the road from us. She also uses it. But my daughter, Shay, she's autistic. She's 16. She's been using it. She's used the bike, the tread. We use the app, the meditations, everything for her. And it's been really great. Well, you know, we were going back and forth a little bit about this. How did you decide, oh, Shay should try this? Like, what made you think that would be a good match for her? Her OT years ago had said she wouldn't ever really be able to do endurance because of her muscle structure. But it would be good if she could get on the tread for like 15, 20 minutes a day. 
And we had an old tread that was only good for walking extremely slow. (laughs) It would not do anything more than that. She was doing that for a while. And then when we got the bike, I just was like, hey, maybe you should try this and see. She couldn't even pedal a bike at that time. Okay. Because her processing, if you were like on a freestanding bike, she would pedal, but then she'd start backtracking. And so she didn't know how to keep going forward. So we got on and we did Matt Wilpers was her first class and she just loved it. She thought he was winking at her the whole time. (laughs) She still does. Um, And she loved the people high fiving and her being able to high five. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, you're pedaling a bike because she didn't have to worry about anything else. And it just kept moving, like helping her move. So we started that with the bike. And we don't hit it all the time, but I'm trying to encourage you to do like three days of movement, like at least 15 to 30 minutes a day of movement. Yeah. Then we got the tread. And honestly, one of the other big reason we got the tread was for her, because I was like, I know that I'll use it, but also she can use it. And she has done some walks on there, but she likes Rebecca Kennedy's hikes. She seems to do really well on those. Yeah. And Those are no joke. And for people out there who aren't familiar with the difference, the Tread Plus goes all the way up to 15%. And the regular Tread goes to 12 and a half, I believe. But Rebecca, she will use the highest setting on those hikes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I said, one day, Shay went up there and she's like, all of a sudden, she's like 15% at 3.0. And I'm like, you go, girl. Like, oh my goodness. (laughs) She was like, my legs hurt. Uh, Yeah. I I bet. I was like, that's, you're moving. Like, yeah. But it was great because it's, it's not going to do that outside. And again, people are encouraging her, the high-fiving. And she gets on there and she'll start yelling at people, you go, Mary J. From, <laughs> you know, and she'll whatever the leaderboard names are. She's like cheering them on. And so it's really cool to watch. That's and, so fun. And- Shay's giving shout outs. That's great. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually, I believe they're Shay outs. Shay outs. Yes. Very nice. Shay-outs. I love yeah. it. That's great. I love it. I'm going to have to tell. That's a new word in our house. Now. <laughs> that is so fun. Okay. So you also mentioned meditations. How did that kind of kick in? I'm curious. Yeah. So I shouldn't generalize, but as Shay has gotten older, she's gotten, her anxiety has gotten really bad. And She's Irish, you know, 100% Irish. So she's got a really bad temper. Oh, we know how um, that is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we got an apostrophe. Yeah. We, we, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and unfortunately, her emotional regulation is more like a five-year-old. Okay. So it's very hard for her. She can't really control herself. So we were trying to find ways when she was in this moment, frustration or overstimulation, whatever it be, to help her calm down. And honestly, we were on a trip in a motel room waiting to get on a ferry for the ferry time. And everybody else in the area was sleeping. I'm like, you've got to be quiet. You know, you can't do this. We went in the car and I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna try putting on one of these meditations on. And it took a minute, but she settled down and calmed it down and was breathing. And I'm like, wait, we should try this more. And I'll be honest, we went up and down about it. We like forget and in the moment. But then her teacher, Kristen Minatoli, she's her new teacher this year, big Peloton avid person. And we were talking about it and she was like, hey, we can have our meditations here at school. We live like five minutes from the school. I was like, Shay, every morning we're going to do a five minute meditation 
on our way to school so you can start your day. And so we do every day. She sits, I'll listen to it. I don't really get to follow it, of course, because I'm driving, but (laughs) she'll follow it. And by the end of the time we're there, she's like a much calmer and ready to go state. So it's been really cool listening. We do a gratitude. She'll be like, thank you, mom. I'm appreciative of it. I love my family. Thank you for this. Thanks to these people. I'm so happy for everything and acceptance. We've done peace, all of them. So it's amazing to me how great it's been. The whole system. I mean, there's everything in there. There's like the only thing we've not done is the row. And if I could justify that, we probably would have that because she does like to row. But I'm like 20 minutes. There's a lot of money for 20 minute workout. (laughs) Yeah. They had to get everybody in the family on that one. Yeah. Then then you can justify it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. I was wondering what kind of meditations you did because my brain immediately went to a calming one. But like, I feel like to your point, all of the meditations have a calming sense to them. And so I was really curious what types of meditations that you chose. I was always going towards calming and relaxing. Because to me, I'm like, that's what you need. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I let her pick. Her favorite is Krista McGee. Yeah. And she loves the gratitude and happiness are her two favorites. That's awesome. Those most of the time. Yeah. I was wondering which was her favorite instructor. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, Kristen is every morning. Can we do Kristen? I'm like, okay. So we've done that. And I've heard it from Bex Gentry as well on a run. But Kristen talked about a breathing technique where you smell the flowers and blow out the candles. And we do that a lot. And I was like, yeah, we got it from Peloton. (laughs) Yeah. Since I did have my accident, as I've been getting back into running, the breathing during running, it's almost like I've had to relearn how to do it. Yeah. I have to really, really focus on deep breathing when I run, especially yeah. the faster efforts. And so that is always in my head. Beck saying that is like yeah. constantly in my head. I love that saying. <laughs> yeah. well, I would imagine too, it's after what you went through, the breathing just to calm it down because your nerves have got to be a little bit nervous. Oh, yeah. You know? I'd say more than yeah. a little bit. My poor <laughs> yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. My poor family. Yeah. Every time we're near a car, I'm yeah. like, I'm, like yeah. if we I mean, cross the street, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that wasn't that long ago, right? I yeah, mean, that's right. It was just about seven and a half weeks at this point. Yeah, so, so it's still new. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. So we're going to do Definitely. immersion therapy. I'm going to take her to see Fast and Furious 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to Universal Studios yes. and do all those rides. And then I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You'll either be glued to a wall. We actually did that once. We went and they did not explain the ride very well. So we brought Shay and they were holograms. We thought that they were, I'm going off on tangent here, You're but I, we literally thought these holograms were real people. That's how accurate they oh, were. Wow. Which ride we was this? Fast and Furious. Oh, the Fast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. But we didn't realize it was about like people with guns and we thought it was going to be fast cars. Right, right. They had to stop the ride and let us off because Shay was so freaking out so Aww. much. Like, you guys need to put a sign out there for something like this. You need to let people know what's is in the content of the ride, not Fast and Furious. Yes, I know the movie had guns and stuff, but I wasn't expecting people to be getting kidnapped <laughs> in the yeah. middle of your ride. Like by yeah. Holograms. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So good thing you didn't do Twister. Yeah. <laughs> and they had that one. Oh. <laughs> there's no guns, but there was a flying cow. Like, yeah. She'd probably uh. laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> a little warped sense of humor sometimes. <laughs> So um, yeah, we've been really happy with everything. Do you feel like Peloton has changed your lives? And if so, how? I do in many ways. For me personally, 
I think it's made me enjoy biking, which has helped my racing. I found some climb rides and I was like, oh my God, those killed me. But yeah, I think for me, like being able to help training with my racing, enjoy it more. So I do better for Shay, I think it gives her the place, like I said, for two or three days a week of doing some kind of movement that she enjoys and gets out. And also the situation is really cool because her teacher is Kristen Minatoli has been a Peloton member way before we were. And she was really cool. She went on a Toon Day ride. She was live Toon Day ride when Robin was doing her book signing. Okay. So she's like, hey, Shay, I'm doing the ride. I'm like, yeah, I'll get her on. I'll get her on. And she was sitting somewhere in the studio where we could see her on the screen. So Shay was kind of like literally riding with her, even though they weren't face to face. And they were high five and back and forth. (laughs) And I will say she didn't do the full 45 minutes, but she did 30 and she had never done more than like 15 or 20 before. So it was so cool because it was really showed her like this cool interaction And I just thought it was really neat to have the connection with her teacher. Yeah, for sure. um, And the bond that they have through that. And now actually Shay did a 45 minute ride since Miss Mintoli did a 45 minute ride. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's so cool. It's also great that she's willing to because so many times teenagers, they don't want to do anything that you want them to do if they know it's good for them. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's very true. Truthfully, it helps having the shout outs and the high fives and all that because she's very much motivated by people saying great job. So that helps a lot and advantage and another awesome part of the Peloton, the way it works. Yeah. And I also know that you mentioned that it was Autism Awareness Month coming up in this month in April. So is there any way that the community can get involved in Autism Awareness Month? Tell us about that, what opportunities they might have. It depends on where you are. Some places have walks. Some just put up blue lights because that's the color for autism awareness. And it's just recognizing the disorder and the people out there and that they can do everything. And like, this is great. It's like she's on there and she can do the Peloton just like everybody else is. And it's kind of hard to like specifics. The biggest thing is if you just like autism awareness, autism speaks are two of the big charities that have things and websites that have more that you can go to. Okay. Like see what's going on around if anybody wanted to go do that. And there's a lot of walks. They do a lot of walks. Okay. So good opportunity for people to educate themselves if they don't know a lot about autism. I know that there is a huge spectrum of ways that it can affect people. Mm. So like Shay's symptoms might look very different from somebody else's and vice versa. So this would be a good opportunity this April to take a few minutes and educate yourself. Yeah. The saying is when you've met one autistic person, you've met one autistic person (laughs) that there's no two alike. Shay is, she's high functioning in some ways. It took her a while to get diagnosed because she's so talkative and that's not a criteria usually of autism. So extremely social. So it, most of the time, most people think it's like Rain Man, the right. whole movie. Yeah. If I'm probably I'm aging myself because <laughs> most people may not know what that is anymore. But that is just one way. And then there's others like you have no idea because they function well enough. It's just very challenging. Right. Yeah. And historically, autism has been underdiagnosed in girls. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very much so. And they say that a lot of that is because girls learn to mimic Interesting. What they're supposed to do. 
So they watch other girls and kind of mimic it. And so it doesn't come out when they're observing them. They're seeing them do other these actions, but that's not really them. If that makes sense. It does. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, they're impersonating what's going on around them, but it's yeah. not really coming from a within. behavior no. that they're choosing necessarily. Yeah. No. And it's not their processing. It's not their learning. It's not what they're really learning or who they really are. They're mimicking. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So switching gears just a little bit, I yeah. have to ask, do you have an Ironman you're training for right now? I do. So in October, it's a half Ironman I'm doing in North Carolina. My husband and I have set up a charity to raise money for Shay's school program at her her school because there's a lot of things that the school board that they can't do for them. So we've started a charity to help raise awareness of the program so that more people know because it's a program where like the community, there are a lot of businesses in the town that will allow these kids to work there and help them learn skills that they need. And we want to raise more awareness of that. The program is doing that and help get more businesses involved, as well as help them raise money for things that they need, like they need a dishwasher so the kids can learn how to load it and use a dishwasher. So I am doing that in October. And then in 2024, I'm doing the Ironman in Ireland. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. That's my big one. It's a whole group of us are going out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I just got chills. Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) That's it. That one's got some climbs. So um, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's slippery because of all the moss. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be gorgeous. It's it's gorgeous. Yes. And they said it's the people there are like super friendly, of course. That's so, wonderful. Until you yeah. make them mad and then the temper. Yeah. Is the yeah. yeah. Watch yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then you got to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So what is your leaderboard name? Mine is try for Shay's way. So T-R-I, the number four, S-H-A-E-S-W-A-Y. And that is one of Shay's greatest strengths is kindness, compassion, and wanting to make everybody happy. She'll give everybody a compliment, but she means it from the heart. And like and a good example is years ago, she was like six. We were in Nantucket with family and walking down the street on a Sunday, on the other side of the street, a lady, a young lady in her 20s was all dressed up and walking quickly. Must have been going to work because it was that time where the stores were opening And Shay just randomly yells out, I love your shoes. (laughs) And it was the first time that it made an impact on me because it was the first time I saw the impact that she made. And the girl just stood up a little bit more, a straighter and slowed down a tad. And you could tell it just, it's like, wow, that made a difference because she loved her shoes. But that's her. Like somebody's hurt. She's the first one with tissues to try and help them. So that's try for Shay's way to just everybody be a little kinder and empathetic towards everybody else. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. That's wonderful. Are you comfortable sharing Shay's leaderboard name? Yes. Hers is the New Jersey Callahan's one. Oh, okay. the New Jersey Callahan's one. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cause she's at one point we were going to do tails. She loves Sonic and tails. And I don't know why we didn't do that, but yeah. So we just kept the New Jersey. I think my husband, when she was younger, 
it was a little more concerned of security. Of course. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, totally that's, also, that. that's why I was asking if you're comfortable, yeah. like if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now she's older and she understands that kind of stuff. But back then she wouldn't have. So, yeah. So the New Jersey Callahan's won. That's wonderful. Also, before we go, I want to make yeah. sure you have an opportunity to tell people like if you want to tell them where the website is that you're raising money. So if they have any interest in donating. I don't have it up yet. You send it to me. You send it to me and I will put it up in the clip out group. Okay. Awesome. Because we'll have it within like the next week. We just literally just been getting everything all put together. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Love that. No problem. Definitely. Of course. And then before we let you go, where can people find you on social media and whatnot if you would like to be found? Yeah. So my Instagram is Trixencore, T-R-I-X-N-C-O-R. And Facebook is Trisha Lesnovich dash Callahan. I'm not really on Facebook a whole lot. So probably Instagram is the main way. That's as far as my social media comes <laughs> <laughs> out. That's fair. That's okay. Like, I tried Snapchat for a while. Things disappeared way too fast. I never, <laughs> you know, I was like. <laughs> That's the whole point. But yeah. Yeah. These and then I was like, but I didn't get to read it. Wait, I didn't finish it. And my daughter's like, it's gone. I'm like, but this, I won't go look at it again. So I'm like, I can't do this. This is frustrating. So Instagram's perfect. It's fast and easy and you get the content and you're good to go. Totally. Absolutely. Agree. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. We greatly appreciate it. We do. Oh, I thank you for having me. This I really want to get the word out about how much something like Peloton can help these kids, help these people, adults, because I don't think they realize like just how much of an effect that it all has. And I got real quick, I forgot about yoga because she'll do yoga with me once in a while. We only do like a five minute. Chelsea Jackson usually is the best one for her. But yeah, so it's like everything and it really helps calm her and keep her base. And I just like the idea of getting the word out to other people. So maybe that it can help them if they think about it. I think that's great because there's a lot of people that don't have an open mind about anything. You know, they're just like, well, this is what I do. And you keep your head down and you don't think about how other things might help. So I think that's fabulous. Yeah, (laughs) that's her. She just literally threw her phone at me. (laughs) Here, mom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's dead. I'm like, okay, thanks. (laughs) Teenagers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Uh, well, thank you again. But thank we, you so much. You're welcome. We really appreciate you taking the time. Yes, you same. Thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me at facebook.com slash crystal to They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running and rowing. <laughs> <laughs>